0: Hey there! Today's episode is brought to you by Mountain Mud Sunscreen. Mountain Mud Sunscreen is a biodegradable, reef safe, CBD infused sunscreen made with organic food grade ingredients using non nanotized zinc oxide as the only active ingredient. Each 2.5 ounce tin has 200 milligrams of CBD isolate and is based on an FDA approved recipe. It is SPF 35, water resistant for a minimum of 40 minutes, and shelf stable for two years. Available for purchase at Mountain Mud Sunscreen. .com. Again, that's MountainMudSunscreen.com. We are also brought to you by Octane Inc. Inc. We special—they specialize in vehicle wraps, snowmobile wraps, custom apparel, and race car lettering—with a deep history in motorsports and the love for anything fast. Octane Inc. has quickly become the Midwest's premier one-stop shop. Anything you want customized uh, with your business logo or personal monogram. They can make it happen. Just visit octaneinkllc.com today or find them on any social media platform. That's octaneinkllc.com. Lastly, we are brought to you by Baba G DIY Edible Kits. Oh, you you know Baba G. These guys have uh, candy molds and candy mixer that goes great with any THC oil or cannabis products you have. Or if you just want to make candy, go ahead. Nothing stopping you. Just make sure it is legal in your state. Um, you can check them out at uh Alib- I'm sorry, OregonBaba.com. Again, that's OregonBaba.com. All right, on to the podcast. Greetings. Welcome to the Hey. Okay, ha, happy hour. How you guys doing? Bottoms up, what what you drinking? Me, I'm drinking a goddamn coffee out of a Keurig. Out of a Keurig. Does, Does anything represent our isolated state more than the Keurig? Remember growing up back in the 80s and 90s, didn't your grandma have a coffee pot? Just a big old communal pot of coffee because people would come over and you had the drugs, right? You had the upper, you had the the coffee, Columbia uncut coffee, right? It's a communal thing. Now we're so, even before the COVID 19 martial law thing, we were always, we were already kind of getting herded into our little isolation chambers. Everything became single, single, single. Want a coffee? Put a little packet in there for yourself, you lonely son of a bitch. You know you don't have friends. You know there's nobody over. The Keurig Man. The Keurig and the Walkman. Boy, am I showing my age. Yes, the Walkman. <laughs> These kids today are got Walkman. Um, no, but you know there was a little golden age starting in the late 70s to early 80s. Where you go in the hood? I wasn't alive. I certainly wasn't in the hood in the '70s. But I've seen photos, right? You'd have a guy, always a guy in the posse. What was his job? He had the boombox on his shoulder, right, blaring out that music for all to enjoy. It was communal. Now everybody's isolated, got the little AirPods in. Ooh, I'm in my own little world. Even got to stay six feet away from me lest we make eye contact. We don't want to make a. We need to be. Isolated, how are you guys managing? Are you guys still staying inside? You got to get everybody thick there? Because I'm in South Dakota, and South Dakota is one of the last men standing I should say one of the last ladies standing. Yeah, they got a female governor here in South Dakota, uh, as does Iowa. And so far they've been um, yeah, like, we don't need to uh, require people to have permission slips from the government to step outside of their homes yet. Uh, We shall see, but I am getting a little stir-crazy here. As I mentioned before, uh, living in my parents' basement. Jesus. It's Friday night and I ain't got nobody. I got some money because I just got paid. How I wish I had someone to talk to. I'll do a podcast instead. No, so there's no stay-at-home order yet in South Dakota, nor in Iowa, both of which have lady governors, as I just mentioned. So, Which means I can actually go outside and leave this hellish existence <laughs> during the day. And thank God. Thank God for that. Uh, yesterday, though, South Dakota's fucking weird. Two days ago, 70 degrees. Beautiful day. I'll talk about that day later. Yesterday, the next day? fucking 25 degrees snowing. Today it's cold too. Who the wh- wh- what's the point? Uh the point is 2 days ago when it was actually nice, get out, shoot the bow, as I mentioned before. What else are you going to do during the day, huh? What else are you going to do? You got to do something. I'm you know, what it comes down to for me, sticks and strings. I'm either shooting that fucking bow or I'm Playing my guitar, right? I wouldn't get down to it. Both are what sticks with strings uh, So two days ago, I have a friend come pick me up uh, for the purposes of this story. We'll call him Farmer Joe uh, Farmer Joe swings by he's got his bow. We're gonna go find a place to shoot We get south at a town. I don't need to mention it. We get south of town and uh, by a public park we pull up in a little gravel parking lot that's overlooking the banks into a river valley, and a lot of trees, so forth, a lot of foliage, open open spaces. So we can we figure we can find a little ridge, put some put some arrows through some fucking target, just a big block target. You know, maybe we'll play some cricket, whatever. You know, like apply some dart rules to to arrow shooting. It's a fun time. It's a good it's a good time killer uh, when the weather's nice. Um. So we're sitting there we're like "Where the fuck are we gonna do this? you know what? Let's just do it right here in the parking lot. Who the fuck cares? So we put the little block down We're shooting from I don't know 25 thirty yards away and sure enough, park ranger pulls in um, and we're not we're not particularly worried we're not causing any trouble. We're safety first type of dudes. this guy I didn't talk to the to the park ranger. Old Farmer Joe goes up to talk to him because he has more of the Midwestern vibe. I've spent too much, too many years on the East Coast. There's something about me that just, I think, arouses suspicion in the upper Midwest heart. I don't know. Um, I think it's my my coarse black beard. (laughs) Have I talked about this before? Probably too much. Anyway, so Farmer Joe goes to talk to the ranger. Ranger says some stuff to him, pointing out some stuff. And he says, Joe says, awesome, thank you. Comes back, he's like, Farmer Joe doesn't talk much. When he does, it's it's indecipherable often. But he says, there's something about the fucking thing. The target's over there. So, sure, let's go drive. So, we go drive. I don't know what the fuck we're looking for. Another parking lot. A clear area. Sure as shit, there are four archery targets lined up right off the highway. Like, it's a goddamn bowling alley. Just what is it, four lanes, one from 15 yards, one's from 25 yards, one from 35 yards, one's from 45 yards. Totally free. There's a lane open for us. It's like, what, where the fuck has this been my entire life? had no idea there was just a random archery range, like directly off the highway. It's like, it's like right there. You're driving down the road, you can't miss it. So we get in there, we shoot. Some fucking arrows. What the point? What is the point of this story? Oh, yeah. Uh, just enjoying that freedom while we can. Because we know that stay-at-home order is going to eventually make its way, way to South Dakota. It's just like any other any other fad out there. Right? Any other... What else? There? Skinny jeans. Skinny jeans were probably being worn on the coast in 2002. Didn't make its way to the Midwest until when? 2008? I don't know, maybe that's a bad example. I didn't get into grunge music till 96. I was five years late to the party. Why? Because it always gets here last. The good stuff and the bad stuff. But how are you guys managing? What are you guys doing to pass the day? And I, and I, don't, make, I don't mean to make you feel jealous there for, for those of you. I think 7 out of 10 Americans live in a state where they have this stay-at-home order, which... I don't want to, you know, do a touchdown dance here, but have you seen the latest numbers? Do you remember two weeks ago when people were saying 30 million Americans were going to die? And, uh, you know, if you were like me, you'd say, ah, why do you think that? What data are you pulling out of to to predict 30 million people are going to die? And it's like, well, I could, I don't know. Then it was down to 8 million. Okay. So 8 million now, that was the number uh, about four days later that they used to scare the shit out of us. But again, if you were like, wait a second, why do you think 8 million Americans are going to die from this? And then they'd be like, I don't know, well, things can mutate and you never know. And, uh, blah, 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 blah. Well, that went away. Then the number was 2.2 million. That was the official number that was bandied about by the CDC and public health officials to scare the, uh, the fear of Jesus into the American population to accept an unprecedented lockdown. Uh, I don't get how the government can just say, oh, you got to close up. I don't recall a vote on this. Uh, don't remember this ever being up for debate. Uh, if the government can literally just tell every business you have to shut down, that's not a democracy. Uh, that's a privilege. You have a privilege to exist, not a right. I don't care how big the emergency, the alleged emergency is. So anyway, that 2.2 million number became the official number. And again, I was saying, what the fuck are you morons talking about? There is no way it's going to get to 2.2 million deaths. I mean, it could, but there's nothing to suggest. It'll get close to that. And if there's any data that you can point me to, to illuminate me, please do. And nobody could. It was all, all these stories are like these anecdotal, sensational, like it's anecdotal. So last week, earlier this week, they released new numbers. And now what's the number down to? The new estimates are between 100 and 200,000 deaths by August. 100,000 to 200,000. Now, (laughs) to go from 10 million to 100,000, 100,000 is 1% of 10 million. I had to double check that because I'm not a math guy. I figured 10,000 was like 1% of a billion. Nope. 100,000, which is the new estimate, is 1% of 10 million. Okay? How many times does 100,000 go into 2.2 million? It goes into what, 22 times? So in other words, they were exaggerating, even at the low end of 2.2 million, they were exaggerating the threat by a multiple of 20 at least, going off the new numbers they're bandying about. And again, you would think if they're going to release these new numbers, it would be framed as good news. Hey guys, good news. Our new models show the deaths are going to be 1% of what we thought 3 weeks ago. Great. I mean, 100 or 200,000 is not good. Don't get me wrong. That is not good. That's the flu times 2, okay? And the flu is no picnic. It's the flu times 2. So it's a serious thing, but it's the flu times two. It's not, the a- it's not AIDS times 100. It's not cancer times a million. It's not Ebola times 10,000. It's the flu times two are the new numbers. And instead of this being framed as good news, they actually use the new lower numbers to justify further draconian measures and further extensions on the quarantine. It's just Unbelievable. The data keeps getting lower and lower and lower and lower, and each time they act like it's bad news. They're being proven wrong again and again and again, and yet they're using it to seem like it's a fucking bigger deal than it was before. It's all how you frame things, and they're really inflating the death numbers because the CDC counts every single death in which the deceased tests positive, For COVID-19 as a death due to COVID-19. So when you test everybody in hospice, everybody in a nursing home, if you test everybody on their deathbed looking for a particular virus, you're probably going to find it by the time they die because your immune system is done. If you're you're 91 years old, like my grandpa, he's 90 years old, okay? He got diagnosed with his first cancer uh, issue in 1980. His cancer's older than I am, okay? He's had nine cancer diagnoses. How do you say diagnosis, plural? Diagnoses, uh, got uh, prostate with his latest diagnosis like a few months ago. And it's like, yeah, he's, he's got cancer, he's 90. He, he was a big time drinker, he smoked for a while. He's gonna He's gonna die in the next, certainly 10 years, I would guess, you know, it might be a lot sooner. I, one of the reasons I came here, um, I wanted to travel here before it got banned in case I could see the poor bastard one, one more time because, you know, let's face it, I don't care how healthy you are, once you're above 90, your days are numbered. So of course he's going to get the cold or influenza A or whatever virus you want to look for specifically after he died, but no matter what he died of, it'd be kind of disingenuous to attribute it to the flu, you know, right? especially if it was asymptomatic, you wouldn't test for it anyway, right? most cancer patients technically don't die of cancer they die of morphine when the pain gets too too great they just increase the morphine drip and they and they pass away you know aids people aids victims don't technically die from aids right they they die of other diseases so really if you wanted to you could say that zero people have ever died from aids it's all, you could always attribute to something else and so it's how you frame these deaths you could you you can you can make any i could task you with sensationalizing any given virus and you could you could if you had the right testing kit and you tested the right population you could sensationalize anything there was there's only two deaths in south dakota so far okay and the most recent one was a lady in huron dig this this is how her family described her symptoms no symptoms at all she was her family tested positive for covid 19 earlier she did not test positive she tested negative. no symptoms suddenly She gets sudden onset heartburn, right? She gets shortness of breath, not phlegm, shortness of breath, severe heartburn, blood leaves her face, her lips uh, go colorless. Color goes out of her lips. Bring her to the uh, hospital. She called 911. Three hours later, she's dead of cardiac arrest. Clearly a heart attack or a stroke. Clearly 51 year old lady. Well, they tested her after she died or right before she died. Um, and she tested positive of COVID-19. And so what's the death? CDC be like, another victim of the coronavirus. And you might be, you might say, well, maybe the heart attack was caused by COVID 19. Well, fair enough. I mean, a lot of things can trigger a heart attack, but at the end of the day, you died of a fucking heart attack. Anxiety and stress causes heart. It's gonna get to the point where the suicides that are gonna be done over the just depression, anxiety, and fear, they'll attribute those suicides to COVID 19. They'll say, well, he pulled the trigger because he was anxious about the COVID-19. Clearly another victim of the COVID-19. So even with these inflated numbers, I mean, this lady represents 50% of the death toll in South Dakota. And I got to believe, you know, they're counting old people who die of old age, people who die of old age in their 90s test positive for this on their way out the door. They attribute it to COVID-19. And even with these inflated numbers, counting every single person they possibly can as a COVID-19 casualty, what are we up to, 8,000? And you sick bastards who are so into being right, um, I can't tell you how many people block me on social media, will argue with me, accuse me of of being insensitive, of, of taking lives. It's like, take a step back and think about it. Logically. And then what they'll do is they're so... They so want to prove you wrong. They're so they so want to be proven right. That one guy said, "I I can't wait to see you proven wrong." Think about that sentence. I can't wait to see you. That means you're cheering for death. That means you're you see the death count go up, and you're like, part of you is going, "Yes, it's going up." This guy's wrong. You know how sick and evil you are to fucking think that way, to be cheering for more death and suffering, just so. Some guy on the internet is wrong and you're right? Does, does anything else capture the fucking era we're in? This social media douchebaggery? This era of narcissistic social media douchebaggery? Then motherfuckers cheering for death so you can be wrong and they can be right? Well, I got bad news, fuckers. You are wrong. You are wrong. The numbers are getting closer and closer to the flu every fucking day. They lower the estimates. Now they're saying 80,000. This new fucking study from... Was it Georgetown? That's putting us on par with the flu. What's gonna happen, fuck faces, when it turns out that fewer people die of this than the flu, even with their inflated numbers? Are you going to apologize? No, you won't apologize. You'll do the exact opposite. You'll say, see, the quarantine worked. The quarantine worked and we should keep doing it. I'm having a good time, aren't you? Who needs civil society? Who needs a free society? Who needs people to travel? We should all have to ask the government permission to leave our house. We should all require a hall pass. A hall pass to go down streets that your taxpayer money pays for. The fuck out of here. The fuck out of here. What happened to your $30 million estimate, dumbasses? What happened to your $8 million estimate? Huh? You fucking children. You dumb fucking children. I'm sorry. But it's gotten to the point now where this clampdown needs to be addressed. It needs to be resisted fast. Okay, and I know a lot of people out there, smart people, people in healthcare who agree with me but can't say shit because they're being peer pressured and bullied and they have something to lose. That's it. People who have something to lose, it's easy to bow down to this peer pressure that you're getting. It's easy to follow the herd over the cliff. It's easy to not see clearly what is happening when everyone around you. And by the way, nobody has anybody, everybody around it. Once you're isolated, you're with your phone and your computer and you and it, they're just it's like a slow drip into your system when you're on those phones and those. They got I'm on Apple like Apple News. Let's see what Apple News says right now. It's like every fucking hour it's a new bullshit frightening story. Uh, new story: The CDC now recommends everyone use cloth masks in public. Okay. Pandemic-stricken cities have empty hospitals, but reopening them is difficult. That's actually kind of good news, right? If their if their hospitals are empty. Um, okay, more anecdotal horror stories. Chris Cuomo shares COVID-19 experience. Quote, "The beast comes at night." The beast. <laughs> Put a fucking flashlight under your face. All the all these fucking stories, I just happen to pull it up right now. But if you pull up your phone, everything being pumped at you is fear, 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 fear. There's no objective data and there's and anybody who tries to even promote that is vilified, ostracized, marginalized and shadow banned. So that's why you get the impression that there's not that many of us. There is. There's a lot of us that see through this, but they can't speak up because the environment, the climate, it's just like 9-11. A lot of us saw through that bullshit with Iraq having weapons of mass destruction. A lot of us saw through that bullshit. And a lot of people said, That's crazy, and and they didn't ever lose their credibility. They were still given positions of of being opinion makers and talking heads on media outlets, even after they were consistently wrong time after time after time again. This is just the most recent example, right? So if you feel like I do, and you have suspicions of this whole shit and charade, don't worry. You are not alone. And uh, one of the reasons they don't want you to talk to more than one person, because... What happens? Well, do, you, do you think this is Do you think this is bullshit? Anybody's like, I don't know. I was. Nah. That's how I. That's how truth springs and, and and stays solid is by people kind of, you know, reminding one another of it. And enough ranting, enough raving. Let's get a beer, shall I? Let me finish this coffee. It's getting a little lukewarm. You want your coffee to be lukewarm when you're ranting? And um, and don't come at me with you think it's a hoax. Of course it's of course it's real. Of course people are getting sick, and of course it's going to be bad. Even the low estimates, hundred thousand, eighty thousand, that's not a picnic. That's a that's a serious flu season. Eighty thousand would tie uh, the worst flu season record, which was set I think two years ago when it killed eighty thousand people in America. So that's not good. But it's nothing like you're being told it is. It's nothing to that level. It's just not. It's been two months now. It's been two months. Um, what, what, what do I say? Enough ranting and I just I just dive head first right back into the exact same rant. Jesus Christ, Matt. You gotta put the coffee down. I put the coffee down. You guys stay on the line there. I'm gonna grab uh, a beer. It's Friday night. Oh, a Corona. Why not? Why not drink a Corona? I believe these were purchased before the virus. Do we have lime? Oh no, limes. But we do have lemon juice. What do you think? A, a, a dab of lemon juice in a Corona. Get that vitamin C. This is probably a dumb move. I'm just do a little dash. A little dash. That was more than a dash. Fuck. So that's how I'm holding up here. In South... The great faces. Great places. South Dakota. Uh, shooting the bow. Sticks and strings. That's all you need. I guess a fishing rod, too, would be a, uh, a stick and string. I had an idea for a podcast, uh, but I have to have a co hoster or somebody, because I don't know shit about fishing. You know, I like to fish here and there. Um, but I'm like an idiot when I fish. I just put a bobber and like a worm like I'm three years old. Just sit there like a dumbass waiting, you know, for a bluegill to bite. And um, so I'm, I'm no fisherman. Um, but I was thinking, a podcast called Sting, Sticks and Strings. It's just focused on three things. Archery. uh <laughs> archery guitars and fishing can you think of three better things to do huh fishing turkey season starts tomorrow by the way turkey bow hunting in south dakota they haven't canceled that so I'm, i'm considering doing a i've never turkey hunted before i don't know what the fuck i'm doing apparently turkeys have very good vision they see in color um birds in general i think uh have good vision uh, you, human beings also, we have great vision. you got to go to an eagle before you, you get the level of vision we have. Other mammals don't see shit. Deer can't see you really unless you're moving. Uh, they're like the Tyrannosaurus on Jurassic Park. Don't move. You can't see if you don't move. Uh, that's like deer. Um, but turkeys, can have, they can see real well, so you got to get in full camo, got to set up a blind, got to wear makeup. I'm not going to wear fucking makeup, right? The camouflage shit. Cause you look like a psycho. You look like you're either Captain Kurtz—is that his name? Fear, Heart of Darkness. You look like uh, uh, that, or you look—you look like a—I don't know. It's just I'm not that hardcore. Maybe I'll buy a face mask like a ninja with that camo shit. Cause I figured t- turkey hunting—you're just sitting in a spot doing an impression of a turkey, trying to get that turkey. Actually, that you want to get that male turkey, that rooster—is that what they call him? You want to get him over. It's mating season, so you're just doing an impression of a horny turkey lady. And I don't know how to fuck to do a turkey impression. Let me try right now. This is just off the cuff, so don't make fun of me. So it's got to be something like a uh, gobble, 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 gobble. Right? It's pretty close. Gobble, gobble. Maybe it's just some idiot sitting in a in a blind. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Uh, Oh, that's easy, though, to sit, in a, to sit in one spot. I figure that's what we're doing anyway, right? I'm going to be sitting alone uh, with crippling anxiety. I might as well do it outside. <laughs> Act like I'm doing something. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe tomorrow I'll go down to, what is it, Shields? Maybe I'll, I'll go get a turkey tag. Shoot a fucking turkey. That's the thing. I've never gone bow hunting before. I just shoot targets. And uh, I don't want to be the douchebag that uh, goes on a deer hunt and doesn't have his shit together, and wounds a deer, or even kills a deer slowly, you know. You want to be humane. You want to put that arrow right where it needs to go, have the right poundage, the right broadhead, blah, 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 and take that fucker out quick. It's a pretty humane death. It's a good way to go. Bleed to death really fast. And, hey, I don't want to be the asshole that fucking maims a deer. Can you imagine? Imagine hitting some poor deer in the face with an arrow. You're dumbass, don't know how to aim. Shoot a poor fucking deer in the face. So just sitting there with a, like a retard with a no snout, no teeth, but it's, everything else is fine. It's not bleeding to death. It's just got no fucking face. So it's gotta sit there and like, how would it, it doesn't even know how to try to eat. It just starves to death, I guess. Could probably still drink a little bit. It has one little tongue sticking out. I'd feel like a, I could never live with myself, right? I have to go track that deer down with a rifle and put it out of its misery. That'd probably be the right thing to do. I couldn't do that because I don't have a rifle tag, and then you'd get in trouble for poaching. Blah, blah, blah. You, my point is, I don't give a fuck about turkeys. I don't give a fuck about birds. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't, if I miss a turkey and it's, the little shit's injured, I don't, give, I don't, I don't care about you. You're a, you're a bird, right? Used to be those things used to be dinosaurs. Do you know that? Chickens too. Every bird. These things used to be dinosaurs, right? And what do we used to be? We used to be mice, kind of. We were like, if <laughs> you go back to the mammalian family tree, right? you get down to our earliest mammalian ancestor, there were little rodents living during the time of dinosaurs. In other words, our, you take us far back, we were mice getting eaten by these giant fucking chicken things that would later become chickens, later become turkeys. They're fucking dinosaurs eating us. And what do we do? Huh, did the dinosaurs criticize one another for being mean to the poor rodents? They didn't give a fuck about us. They didn't give a fuck about us. They just ate the shit out of us, scared the shit out of us, made us live in little burrows in the ground, like some kind of isolated quarantine douchebags, living under the ground, hiding from featherless birds walking around eating you. Doesn't sound like a good time. Had to put up with that shit, had to put up with that bullshit for millions of years right? Millions of years before we got big, some asteroid came, probably knocked the dinosaurs down to size. Only the small ones survived, the scavengers, the ones that were kind of bird-like already. And so they became birds. So when I see that fucking turkey out of my blind, I don't give a fuck if I miss it. I don't care if I hit it in the head and has to walk around like a jackass for two more days as it slowly dies. I don't give a fuck about birds. I don't give a shit about fish. Okay? Mammals, I feel you. I feel you, mammals. I don't want to hurt you too bad, uh, unless you're delicious. <sighs> Fucking deer walking around all delicious like. Um, so I'm gonna go turkey hunting possibly, and if I do, uh, the likelihood of success is low. It's very low. So I'm gonna manage my expectations. I'm basically if I if if I do it, I sound like O.J. Simpson here. If I do it, I will. Uh, I'm just gonna. Take it like I'm just going to sit in a... Probably take some edibles, right? Take some fucking edibles. If you're going to take a fistful of edibles and just wilt into the fetal position as the panic and paranoia uh, close in, yeah, might as well be outside. that probably put you at ease. The weather's nice. Uh, boy, is there anything more interesting to listening... Uh, Then listening to some jackass tell you stuff he might do. Let me tell you some stuff I might do. Tell me what you did, fuckface. Tell me what you did. Uh, Well, what else did I do? I had some uh, beers on a driveway with, did I mention this earlier? Because I started this podcast and my audio fucked up. So I had to go back and restart it. So I can't tell if I'm repeating myself or if I said it the first time and had to erase it. So I'm saying it, whatever. Uh, but the guy that goes by the bastard, he had me on a podcast or two. He's a meat guy. Likes to, likes to barbecue meat. Likes to smoke meat. Likes to drink bourbon. He's telling me, you smoke a cigar, it brings out the flavor of the smoked meat and the bourbon. And I was like, that makes too much fucking sense. I'm salivating now. So there's another thing I might do in the future. Uh, I can't tell you what I've been doing. I don't want to incriminate myself. All you people. All you people afraid of uh, no stay-at-home orders in Iowa, South Dakota, like we said. So I went to a little... Uh, no, I'm not going to ruin it. We'll save that for later. Why don't I finish this coffee... Why don't you finish your drink? And uh, what time is it? It's 8.16 p.m. Central Standard Time. No, it's 7.16. That's Eastern. 8.16 Eastern. So I might just call this quits here right now. And that way we get this up Friday night for you. So you can have a little drinky drink uh, with this. Um, Okay. So that's been the hey, okay, ha. Happy hour. Uh, Thanks for joining us, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. 拜拜。